podcast. Hey guys, um, before I really get into things here, just want to give you a quick warning. Um, there'll probably be a bit of drinking on this week's podcast um, for two reasons. First reason is it's hot as shit here all the time now. Just every minute of every day, you're sweating from somewhere. And in case you didn't know, here's uh, a little bit of a, a science update, um, a bit of factuality that you might know. Your body's like 137% water, and the other like 16% or whatever to makes up the rest of the body is like skin and faces. And that, yo, newsflash, is Dr. Elliot's health update. So, one, it's hot as shit, and two, I'm probably hungover. But Dave, how do you, can you say that you're probably hungover? Well, I'm at that stage where I'm not long awake and I don't really know if I'm going to be A-OK or I'm going to be B, hungover as shit and have a worse day of my life. Um, last night, I hosted a barbecue slash housewarming shindig at the old house. Um... And now, I just, it's awful. I had a lot of friends around, there was a lot of drink had, a lot of uh, barbecued food eaten. And uh, I, being uh, late to record the podcast per se, had to get up nice and bright and early to do so. Um, when in, in turn, if you're the first one up in the house, hey, newsflash, you're the one that's got to tidy up. Because if you walk, downstairs in a house there's been a house party and just ignore it you're a piece of shit and that's just something's built in with me because when I used to live with other lads um, back in the student days and they would get down I would come down and just see lads sitting amongst bottles just eating Subway and watching Breaking Bad it made me want to break bottles on their heads and faces you know I didn't like it so if I had to get up this morning with the unenviable task of cleaning up after the night before and whenever you're feeling a little bit fragile the last thing you need is to be lifting stale drink so like lifting old wee bottles wee dregs in them and you just smell the beer and you go to make matters worse yesterday we were delivered our brand new uh, glass recycling bucket fuck that put it on the big bin bag and fucked it in the neighbour's garden up the hoods Yeah, so that was a bit of a struggle trying to clean that stuff up. But hey, the party itself was was great. I nearly said dope as shit, but then I realised, yo, I'm a 31 year old uh, white guy. I shouldn't be getting on like I'm some kind of SoundCloud rapper from New Orleans. Yeah, man, that's dope as shit. Um, but yeah, it was good fun, and it was a real like adult barbecue. You know. Like, not like in a sexual way, it wasn't like people turning up with gag balls on and, and pouches with anal bead plug tails things. Um, it was just like people uh, who were adults having fun. It wasn't just like, bring your own drink, you, you come on, bring your own meat, you just get lit and do that. Nah, as a, the, the party host or the inviter, I don't know what the term is, I had to like supply the food and stuff, so... Yeah, there's a lot of, of effort going into making the barbecue. You know, marinating meats. Mm-hmm. Getting in booze. Building gazebos. That kind of shit. But it was well worth it. I put a lot of effort into it. And then 
as the night progressed and we got past my bedtime, which hey, as a dad, is like half ten now. Back in the day, I would have been one of those wee freaks that would be up to like two in the morning. And uh, normally I'm in bed about half twelve, or half ten, sorry. So, last night, got to midnight. Your boy's totally fucked. I was falling asleep, just in the living room with the party guests around. We're watching boxing, having chat, having a drink. And the big man's just lying head back, mouth open, catching flies. And the sad thing is, I'm not one of these guys that can just sleep and sort of look a bit inconspicuous. Now, when I'm asleep, I let you know I honk that snore button. <sighs> when I'm asleep, you know. So I get an audience when I'm sleeping. And it's, yeah, embarrassing. Because, hey, that leads to photographs being taken of me in a definitely unflattering light. The head cocked back, mouth wide open, the gap teeth out, and the honk in full flow. So yeah, I had to quit the party early and hit the head about 12 because I just couldn't keep awake anymore. And uh, it's become a bit of a a bit of a theme with me of late. It's just falling asleep places. I don't know whether it's because I'm just doing too much and I'm exhausted. Or, you know, maybe I'm just blacking out and there's something legit wrong with me. Who knows? But it happened uh, the first time. That I really noticed in a weird place I fell asleep was when I was away in London a couple of weeks ago. And we were on an open top bus tour. And uh, they were just taking us around like all the sites of London. So like, uh, if you have a look on your left, you're going to see uh, Tar Bridge, you fucking muggy cunts. And then whenever you're done, we're going to go on up. going to see the royals in Buckingham Palace. Oi, oi. Then we're going to go look at the gherkin. Oi, oi. And then we're going to fucking turn full Australian. I don't know what happened to the accent there. Definitely lost it. My point being, they were showing us round, and they're like, and if you, if you look out there on the left-hand side, you're going to see O2 Arena. Again, Australian. I can't drop this Australian accent. London, London, London. On the other side's Wembley Stadium, mate. Much better. Um, and then all of a sudden, the guy's like, uh, that's what Jack the Ripper was. And you just hear... <laughs> The honk machine, full flow. Catherine had to wake me up and be like, there are literally a load of people on their legit holidays. A full Asian family have come to London to go on this bus trip and you're snoring and wrecking from them. And like, I heard their accents, they're fully like English from Liverpool or something, so it was real racist to her to just assume that because they were of an Asian ethnic background that they were just, com- they've come on their big holidays. Probably just hopping a train for the day. Came down from Scouseland in Liverpool and just have a look about the place. Hey, it's Catherine, racist. And, um, yeah, so honked on the, on the open top bus, came back from London, went back to the gym with my trainer, Matt, on Tuesday. And, yeah, he basically drilled me into... In the absolute, a world of pain. Like it was awful. For days I couldn't walk right. Out of a wee sen- soft, sensitive uh, frontal delts from balancing a bar on myself and squatting like a freaking weirdo. And then after that, his gym doesn't have. It's not his gym. His gym he uses, but it doesn't have the sweetest uh, showering facilities. In that, there's only one shower cubicle. So if there's other people there and they're training, um you have to use that one shark cubicle. Also, the one shark cubicle is bang in the middle of the gym. So if you're showering, you know, your full naked body is on show for all the other people working out. And hey, as a physique guy, that would probably inspire people 
to work out, but at the same time might distract them slash make them come. So it's not the place for me to be. So what I had to do is go to my own gym that I train at on my way to work, fly in there, hop in the shower, whatnot, go. So this particular day, I was I got to the the gym for the shower, and then I was like, nah, I'm a bit early here for, you know, getting to work. I don't want to just get in, get charged, and just sit like a div and work from like flipping whatever time, half seven. So I thought, hey, I'll go to the health suite, make myself feel a little bit better, and then head to work. So I went in, hopped in the sauna, no sign of anyone about, just me. I think, oh, this is really good. Now, a little bit of comedy slash creative insight here. I find I come up with most of my ideas in like places like a sauna or a shower because it's like one of the few places where you literally have nothing else to think about you know you're not worrying about other things or other factors you just have you and your thoughts like so i was particularly in the sauna this day kicking back really just thinking of some funny shit bits of material for gigs i had coming up and then the next thing you know it was just dude just shaking me to wake me and he's like yo man i'm just leaving here you uh you've been snoring there for about the last 10 minutes and I just didn't want to leave you there when I leave the sauna and I was like whoa taken aback by it like holy f- I didn't realise that and I was like how long have I been in here he was like oh well I did a full rotation of the egg timer mate and you were here before I got here so I was just lying there like a wee stricken prune oh help me I'm the stricken prune I got out still was like 20 stone but hey <coughs> wasn't good and that was that was the, the one where I started going yeah maybe I have a problem fall asleep here but the worst is yet to come I don't know did that sound like I sort of that kind of went a wee bit Liam Neeson there but the worst is yet to come I don't know who you are I don't know what you want but what I do know is that I have a very particular set of skills skills that make me a nightmare for people like you decent anyway I was driving to a gig uh, on, on, on Friday night and on the way up in the car I started feeling sleepy and now I know what you're thinking pull over Dave get a bit of fresh air nah I'm on route to this gig I've got fans I need to I need to give them what they want so I keep going to the gig next thing you know I'll jump myself out of sleep as I'm sw- swerving into another lane of traffic and I go right fucking hell I need to get here in one piece and rethink my self so Long story short, I think I'm just exhausted with a lot of stuff. I'm doing quite a bit. Working hard in my real work, working hard in the old stand-up, working hard in the gym and getting up at like 6 in the morning and going to bed at like 5 in the morning the following day. So, over time I think it's just added up and I need to do a bit of chilling. And uh, that's what I intend to do today with my, my hangover day. We don't have the baby today because, hey, she's old enough to fend for herself, so I just set her on the street whenever I was having the barbecue and you know sink or swim kind of thing but um, no she's actually at my at my mum and dad mummy and daddy's until this afternoon so I'm going to get myself up tidy the house a wee bit more probably have to like wipe surfaces and stuff and uh, clean the barbecue which is the most friggin unenviable task in the world and then I'm going to go for some breakfast and then go and get the baby which is a nice nice wee day and then I'm going to chill out and have a bit of writing to do and some other jazz to complete and that's basically my plan for this day so there you have it an insider into the weird and wonderful mind of me 
Hey. But yeah, touched on it there with the sun. Done with it. I'm just. I feel like there's the sun is nice to get you feeling a bit better, getting you a tan, making you feel kind of sweet. But see, day to day working on like general things like in an office or in and out of work like trying to sleep at night general stuff which is just too fucking hot for like I think whenever the sun first comes out you get excited about it you know it's as if it's like the start say of a brand new relationship you know hydration um you like see it and you're like oh this is really exciting this is great there's nothing bad about this at all then after a little bit of time you get some warning signs like with the sun you're in bed you're like I literally have no clothes on or a duvet the windows are open in every room in my house and I'm still profusely sweating that's a warning sign for the sun like a warning sign of the girlfriend you might see her put up a status on Facebook and be like Free Tommy Robinson. And you see that and you go, ah, bollocks, um, she's dumped. So that's how I kind of feel about the sun. I'm done with it. You know, there's something, like go away for a few days and come back, in a few weeks maybe, and come back with, and just stay for the daytime. You know, know, you know, st- you know you're welcome. You know, don't, ext- don't outstay it. You know, go when the time's right. Like, go... At like 6 o'clock at night, just go down so it's nice and cool for bedtime, you know what I mean? Even in like Egypt, in the desert, it's cold at night time because there ain't no clouds to keep that heat in, you know? So, I feel like, I feel like the sun just needs to fuck off for a bit and let me get a good night's sleep. And then shit for Holly as well. She just doesn't know how to regulate her heat, she's teething. She just shouts and shit and cries and it's like, oh, give me a break. And now as I am carrying on the uh, the podcast, I'm starting to realise, yeah, I'm definitely for sure going to be hungover today. I'm feeling the old heavy, heavy brows and heavy head here. And I don't feel sweet, to be honest. I feel like I need to go and take some headache tablets, which I should have done before coming into the sweatbox garage and starting this podcast. So I'm going to have to apologise to the listeners and say, hey, I'm going to be hydrating a bit more because if I don't, by the time I leave this podcast, studio slash garage, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pruned up like a fallen asleep in the sauna again. I'm not gonna be in a good way. But hey, let's just hope we get through it. I've got three plenty of these garage podcasts, so I should be all right. Um, I actually saw a news story this week, people, that uh, I found weird enough to mention in the podcast. And. Initially, when I saw it, I thought, oh, this will be good for the podcast, and then I read it, I started to hate this person. <laughs> Pardon me, I've got bad manners. Um, the story's on Lad Bible, and its uh, title is, Meet the Adult Baby Who Sucks Dummies, Wears Nappies, and Calls Her Boyfriend Daddy. Nope. Don't do that. Meet the 24-year-old woman who sucks on dummies, wears nappies and even calls her boyfriend daddy in a baby role play to help her escape the pressures of adult life. Sales associate Heidi, doesn't give a surname because clearly mental, from Oregon, United States, surprise, plays with soft toys and even drinks from a baby bottle. Um, She looks like Miley Cyrus with her wee pigtails too, which is creepy. 
Here's a quote from Heidi. What attracted me to this lifestyle is how confident and proud everyone was about who they were. Since I was 18, I have role-played as a baby without knowing there were ways that are there were others like me out there, she said. I immediately felt comforted that there was a whole group of people out there that would love and accept me for who I am. When she's acting like a baby, she puts on a nappy, a onesie and even baby lotion. Be fair, we all put baby lotion on. She says she doesn't actually use the nappy, but helps her get into the headspace. Uh, what? Heidi insists that baby roleplay is in no way sexual, and her boyfriend Eric, who she calls daddy during her child state, is on board with her hobby. Yo, newsflash, check Eric's computer. Get a look at his hard drive, because guess what? There's going to be pictures of little boy Dinkles in there. There's going to be little boy Dinkles and little girl Twinkles. So what you need to do is take Eric and put him in a prison. Hmm? He didn't know anything about this little space until I told him on our first date. Now, Eric, that's a warning sign. Get out of there, man. She said, we've only been dating two months, so the relationship is still new. He is slowly learning about little space and has been accepting since day one. Again, paedophile. He doesn't mind me calling him daddy and thinks that my pacifiers are cute. Uh, when I'm not little, he is simply Eric to me. Heidi often takes her childlike look out in public, wearing pink from head to toe with hair and pigtails, but she says the reaction from the public is largely positive, with passers-by stopping to compliment her as she walks. And the community of Littles is also a very supportive group. They often meet up with their caregivers to pass the time by colouring in, playing, or simply babbling and kicking their legs in the air. I can be silly and jump up and down in bed, or be quiet and sleepy, she said. When I'm little, I forget about my adult problem that I may have. I also go to buy local monthly meetups for littles and their caregivers at a private venue so we all wear baby clothes, watch cartoons and do crafts. I always look forward to seeing my little friends. I always look forward to seeing my little friends. I wish she could actually uh, see a legit gangster because I hate this woman. Like, what is is her problem? Um, she says there's nothing sexual in it, basically, but like it's just how to relax. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's definitely not a good thing to do. It's, it's so weird if you're an adult and you're like, oh, I have my mortgage to pay. Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go into my room, go put on a big nappy, I'm going to stick on Paw Patrol, and we're just going to forget about it. Then Paw Patrol ends, and you leave, and you realise, ah, for real, still got these mortgage payments to pay. That's stressful. Um, I don't know if you guys can pick this up, but I'm hearing a load of morning bird noises um, I think living in the leafy suburbs of North Down there's a lot of wildlife about my establishment and it appears as though there's about 7 birds just going at it Royal Rumble style in a tree outside the garage which hey, if you've picked up on that you know and it annoys you just don't love nature you know you're the sort of person who wants to see animals become extinct so kind of fuck yourself and if the birds don't know you. Yeah, you're a good person. Thank you, and I appreciate it. But yeah, that woman dressed like acting like a baby. See, it's bad enough having a baby that is a baby, and then whenever they're acting like a jerk baby, let alone adult, acting like a jerk baby, stomping, crying, wah, I would do my head in. I couldn't, and I don't like. I don't like that. Daddy is no longer a like a term that you would be called if you're a dad. Like you know. Daddy's like turned into sexual term, which I think is like 
I'm going to sound like Donald Trump here, but I'm going to blame it on the Mexicans. It's the Mexican culture. It's Latino. They call them daddy. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it at all. It's not fantastic. It's not great. It's not amazing. Build the wall higher. But yeah, it's like in that sort of... Uh, like Latino culture to call mmm papi daddy daddy mmm and it's sexual no no just if you're called daddy just be daddy don't be mmm daddy <laughs> so creepy and also weird so yeah what else can I talk about this week I got uh, another positive review on the old uh, iTunes so if you guys haven't rated and reviewed the weird podcast literally only takes like I'd say fit to- 30 seconds max. If you're only reviewing a five stars, under two seconds. But this week, uh, got a review from JJ Flood, who said, the only physique guy in North Down, it was his headline, give me five stars, I appreciate that. Saying, genuinely surprised as to why Papa Physique hasn't reached number one in the health and fitness podcast game yet. Hashtag weird guy physique. Yeah, JJ, the thing about that is, because it's classified as a comedy podcast, it can't climb up the health and fitness chart which obviously with all the insights into uh, my my gains and shit oh, I hate that word um, I would be number one do you know what I mean in the uh, health and fitness chart as a as a physique and fitness guy but yeah I'm not I'm still not number one in the comedy charts either which is uh, sad but sure We'll keep we'll we'll keep it we'll keep updates with the, the physique game anyway, and just on that note, barbecue last night. I ate just lean steak and I had vegetables. Didn't touch a drop of booze. Ha <laughs> spoof. I had burgers, I had cheese, I had baps, I had sausages. Woo! I had beer, I had wine, I had donuts. Actually, speaking of which, I knew there was one donut left from guilt trip. Um, coffee and donuts. In Belfast, which is a great, great spot, um, owned by my friend Darren, and I'd advise anyone out there get yourself the guilt trip, best donuts in town. I knew there was one donut left as I went to bed last night, and I sort of said it subtly out of the way, thinking I'll come down this morning, bit of a hangover. I'm obviously the early riser. I'll be up before Catherine. I'll get in, get that donut, and get get that sugar rush, get me perked up, ready for the day ahead and fight off this hangover got down this morning and some motherfucker had eaten it and um, I don't know if the ones that were at the party would listen to my podcast all the time but hey guys, if you were and you ate that pistachio donut I tell you what you need to do pistachio go fuck yourself because you have essentially made me ill, you've made me sick for the day and hope you feel good about yourself. On a side note, I want to give a shout out to my uh, friend Chris that was at the party last night. For he um, he's what I would call a beer nerd. Um, he's big he's big into his beer. Um, he's like into craft beer. He brews his own beer. He likes like weird beers, like beers you've never heard of. You know, a craft beer snob essentially slash a wanker to other people. But hey, each to their own. But he brings all these weird wee beers and. Uh, Pops him into the big ice bucket. And then I discover he's picked up a golden tin of Diet Coke as well as his beers. He must have looked at it and been just quickly stocking his beers together. And thought this tin of Diet Coke looks like it's a an odd, you know, bespoke 
craft beer from like Slavia, Prague or somewhere and uh, just thrown it in there but to my joy I saw it this morning still chilled in the ice bucket and it's helped me feel great so major shout out to, to Chris and his error on that point but I appreciate that I appreciate it a lot it was good to see everyone last night again not so good this morning but yeah I'll be back on the health train again probably after breakfast because for sure I'm going to go somewhere and I'm going to have a fry and I'm going to have a pot of tea because that's my hangover cure and then I've loads of shit to do today and luckily enough the old gaff sorted so I might get a bit of time now whenever I finish this to maybe go and watch a bit of TV in peace with no baby with no girlfriend with no dog the dog will be there but I'll just ignore him because I'm fly and then get my day started I've a lot of writing to do today as well a lot of gigs coming up which I pitch now the gigs uh, coming up bah, 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 on 4th of July I'm in Lavery's Comedy Club best comedy club in the country and I'm on with myself I'm on with Kieran Bartlett I'm on with Rory Woods I'm on with Colin Geddes and I'm on Mickey Bartlett strong lineup. get yourself down there good and early because it's going to be good because um, it's going to be great and of course once again stop what you're doing guys uh, get a pen and paper out and write this down my show dad my one hour special is being recorded on July 18th in the Accidental Theatre there are tickets live now they're only 8 quid they're on the Shine website or Ticketmaster.ie. Um, this show is being filmed. Um, and it's getting properly done. And it would be real great if, if like listeners of the Weird Podcast, fans of me, could get their tickets and go. They make it a nice, warm, friendly room that gets good response for being recorded. I'd really appreciate it. So if you haven't already got your tickets, get online, get them. Um, it's all on all my social media too you can get links to it and also you know bring friends and have a good night it's going to be a really good gig I'm excited about it um, I'm doing my own warm up oh there's a shock horror um, for the same reason it's being recorded so I'm going to be doing uh, like some of my old school best bits to start off with to use those as clips going down the line and then after the break I'm going to do my full hour just myself so get down to that I'd really appreciate it and um, yeah it's been good I've been enjoying stand up at the minute I did Kieran Bartlett's show last week um, Tiptoe Through the Tulips is one hour special as well it's been the first time I had actually done stand up in a bit so I always find that if you have a wee like even I think it's about a week or two off but even if you take that time off and you go back to it you have a little bit of ring rust for like the first couple of minutes and then you ease into it so that was fun I enjoyed that thoroughly and uh, Kieran shows great keep an eye out for anything he's doing and then I did the Aragal Comedy Club on Friday night there and guess what one of the most fun gigs I've done any time I've done the Aragal I've had a great time it's a very good comedy club um, and it's maybe just not one of the most known ones out there so um, I would definitely keep an ear to the ground and check out uh, the Aragal Comedy Club. Make sure um, you know y- you do because the more people that go to watch live comedy, the better the comedians get. The more gigs there are, the more new material you have to churn out for that. So get to it. No, but I had a really, 
really really enjoyable night there in the Ergle and yeah I'm looking forward to Lavery's on Thursday and I'm really looking forward to my own show so I'd really appreciate you if you got tickets and as I said earlier rate and review the show subscribe on SoundCloud viewing figures are going up you're getting behind me I appreciate it and hey you know that's just uh, that's just me maybe gushing a bit and saying guys I really appreciate you but hey I do you know I do speaking of which we'll go on to uh, listeners questions now we're about the half hour mark I think I'm, I might actually just be on time for a change um, let me see what there is um, oh speak of the devil there's my uh, mate Chris who I was speaking about earlier has messaged me saying thank you both for the hospitality yesterday hope you got some serious Zeds in yeah making taking piss of the fact that I fell asleep cheers for that Chris yeah I got a legit sleep um, also he probably has pictures of me asleep to back that up um, but sure yeah cheers Chris um, questions on Twitter first and foremost um let me see. I, um, so shit at getting these up, like, cause hey, story of my life. Um, Stu has asked, as a physique guy, Dave, what's your opinions on tops taps off in the sun? Hashtag not for me. Hashtag mobilicious. Um, I don't. Know. I think there's a time and a place for your top to be off in the sun. Like if you're just in the sun, sunbathing in the garden, you're in your shorts. You know, you're you've got the tanning oil on, you're you're looking that tan, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? If you're wearing desert boots, jeans, and you've got a one or zero all over at the sides and back, and you've got a two on top come down, and you've got one single earring and a mustache and no beard, and you're walking up the Ormer Road, yeah, don't do it. There's time and a place for it. I think that if you do tops off in public, you're probably, you know, a bit of an asshole. But at the same time, if you're doing it in your own house, yeah, fair enough. Enjoy the sun. Get out there. Get a tan. Make the most of it. Um, but mostly the guys who are tops off are on route doing off license to buy four litres of Frosty Jacks and to go back to their house, neck at, take a load of cat and go and murder their neighbour's cat. You know, maybe that's judgmental, but hey, don't care. Matty Carlton, Carl Tonioni himself, has said he sent me a real... Uh, a Napoleon Dynamite-esque photo um, of him just drinking water with a real deadpan look on his face saying, don't run in this weather. Um, before I go into that, Matty, I also had a Napoleon Dynamite moment this week. I was I was so hot in the sun that I shaved off my beard. I was too warm with my beard, so I shaved it off. That was my impression of Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite, not just a real weird... Pedro, <coughs> Pedro, why have you shaved your beard? You look retarded. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, literally, uh, if you haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite, there's a character in a Pedro who just gets too hot in the sun and has to shave his hair. He's like, I cannot do it anymore. I was too warm, Napoleon. I had to shave my head. You look like a friggin' idiot. Oh. So yeah, I had to shave my beard off. And that's one bright side of losing a bit of weight. I don't actually look as disgusting without my beard as I did normally. Like when I shaved my beard off before and I was a BF uh, D, big fat dude, I just didn't look good at all. I had no neck. My fat merged into my neck, which then merged into my body, which made me just look like a large hairy flump. Wasn't good. Um, 
But yeah, Maddie said, has Papa Physique done any exercise in this weather? I don't want to run in it. What would you recommend? Well, Maddie, yes, I have actually done a bit of exercise in this weather. Um, I invested in some weight equipment recently. So I've got like, I've got the barbell, got the dumbbells, got some weights. I've got my uh, mobility bands and stuff. So I've been doing a bit of circuits in the back garden over the last few weeks and it's been nice. It's nice to be able to get a pump on in the sun, get that vitamin D on board. Oh, why? Makes you feel great. You always feel better with a bit of D in you. Mm. And yeah, I would just be saying like go out and do some circuits. Maybe, maybe running's a bit yeah tiring because it probably makes you extra sweaty, and you don't really have you know you probably couldn't bring the necessary hydration with you on a big run because. You know, you're running, man. You can't just be swinging a big two-liter bottle of Perth Charm Mountain Spring with you. You know what I mean? So if you're doing, like, circuits or training in the garden, you can just have your water by you. Don't get too sunstrokey. It's too dehydrated. You can get a pump on. And, yeah, that will be my advice. Do circuits in the back garden. Um, but also definitely wear sun sunscreen as well, Matty, because you're, you're a wee soft uh, snowflake guy. You know, I don't want to see your beautiful skin get burnt. Look after yourself, because I know you had a big hot date there this week, so you don't want to have a big red face on, like, a second date. You know, otherwise, hey, newsflash, you ain't going to be no third date player. Glenn Lindsay has asked, how did the gig go, hair physique? Hashtag weird, hashtag who's pipe ban. Yes, said Glenn actually covered that. Sorry, um, I did it in the podcast as opposed to uh, in, in the question section. I'm mugging you off a bit here. Um, no gigs were great. Um, the has the hashtag hosepipe band though. I must admit, I don't understand how people enforce that. Do you know what I mean? Like, how can you? Like, I feel genuinely um, worried, like about filling my watering can yesterday because I needed the my plants need fed. Or they hey, they'll die in this heat. And like I felt like I was being a real bad boy, like doing some sort of illegal drug deal, trying to just put water in my watering can. I was like looking around, being like, "Any of these motherfucking neighbors gonna be tightening on me if they do? If they do, they'd be invited round to have a chat with my friend." Again, don't know why. I b yeah, that's what happens whenever I'm trying to flaunt the hosepipe ban. I become, I become a mafia guy. Hey, what you looking over the fence at? You didn't see nothing. You didn't see nothing, you cocksucker. Fuck off. Back into your house. Get yourself a coffee. Have a drink. Relax. Get your nose out of my hose. <laughs> Get your nose out of my hose. Otherwise, I'll send you around Sean Lucas Grotto and he'll sort you out, man. <laughs> hey. Is that some punk looking into my garden over the far side? The back side? Hey. Luigi, what you looking at, you cocksucker? Fuck away off. Uh, go back in your house. Get yourself a coffee. Bend over and fuck yourself, Gianluca. Get out of here. I'm, I'm feeding my plants and what? I don't care. You cock cocksuckers everywhere. Ugh. Oh, dear. Yeah, so I water my plants and I was going around being like, Ah, the petunias. You gotta get the water. Ah, the rosemary. You gotta get the water, you gotta keep hydrated, you gotta gorge in the, on the H2O. Nice. Gotta feed the roses as well. Good gear. Petunias. Have some. Tulips. Take it. Grass. Ah, you're taking the piss. Too much grass. So yeah, I'm uh, 
I got I got to water the plants, you know. But at the same time, full hypocrite, because I'm looking at people thinking they're going to tout on me for the hosepipe ban. Yet I'm driving up the street the other day, see one of my neighbours full swimming pool out the front. Fuck's given by them zero. I'm looking at them going, do you realise there's a hosepipe ban? But you know what I'm saying is I'm one of these guys who big believer in uh, do unto others as you do unto yourself. Except it doesn't apply to me. So, basically what I want to say is, to everyone else out there, adhere to the hosepipe ban. So, Papi can have as much water as he wants. And see, any of you motherfuckers out there who report me for using my hosepipe, I'll come get you. I'll pull down your panties. I'll make you turn around face the wall. And I'll pop my Glock into both the back of your knees. Because, yeah, guess what? I'm the Northern Irish paramilitary Mafia member. Yeah. I don't whack you. I kneecap you. And that's that. Cocksucker. Yeah, so yeah. Cheers for that, Glenn. You got got into a question there and brought me down a rabbit hole. Appreciate that. Mark Beggs has said, What is the Physique Guy's favourite track to pump uh, iron to? Um, See, to be honest with you, Mark, that's quite a good question. But also at the same time, I don't actually have one question or one question I don't have one song one track per se I have playlists um, I've got like two different playlists I have a cardio playlist and I have a weightlifting playlist Playlist. so like my cardio playlist would be to be fair Chris Brown just a load of Chris Brown music for me to listen to when I'm doing cardio mm, forever and then for weights I just have metal rock heavy metal that kind of stuff because um, I think you get a bit more psyched out whenever you're whenever you're doing weights you need to get more rocky and more in the zone to to sling about heavy weights so some of the artists that I have in that playlist Texas Hippie Coalition Sepultura Slipknot Soil Motorhead Saliva Disturbed um, Marilyn Manson Metallica that kind of shit Rage Against the Machine Corn. Velvet Revolver, Rob Zombie, Mudvayne, Avenged Sevenfold, Alter Bridge, yeah, that's the kind of music I listen to when I lift weights. Um, yeah, interesting question because I don't think I've actually talked about that before. I don't think I've spoken about that before. Um, back into Instagram questions now. Cameron Reed sent me a picture of uh, this like leaflet put through his door um, of what's acceptable shoes to wear at school. Um, and he said, will you talk about this on the podcast? For sure, weird. So what they've sent is, you know, I must admit, sometimes I'm a bit like old school with things. School trainers and school uniforms and stuff are something I'm old school on. Um, what they have here is like what's acceptable footwear. And they've got like traditional shoes, brogues, uh, girl shoes, you know, with the wee strap across the front. And unacceptable are basically just black trainers, all black trainers, which... As somebody who wears black trainers to work every day, you know, I think you should be wearing school shoes. You know, you shouldn't be wearing trainers to school. You need to, this is a problem. See, nowadays, kids, they ain't got no respect anymore. Back in my day, we used to have respect. But see, now these kids with that fucking hair shaved all around the sides and back and just flopped down the front. What you should do or be allowed to do is if you see someone with that haircut, you should be able to go right up to it, grab them by their fringe, yank down 
while simultaneously thrusting up your knee and just deliver a knee smash to their face. And invariably, invariably they'll be wearing trainers to school. But yeah, I think like in school, you should respect the rules of the school. You know what I mean? Like whenever I was in school, we had a uniform card. And the only thing that I flaunted ever in the uniform card was the sideburn rule. They're like your sideburns have to be above your ear. Mike, it's not my fault that I'm a pubic guy. I'm a puberty beast. You know what I'm saying? I'm dropping pubes since I was like flipping eight years old. And by the time I'm in school, I'm like in, in big boy school. I've got these sweet sideburns and all these other pubeless wonders ain't got it. So yeah, I'm going to point my sideburns and they're going to be just past my ear. But there's a couple of times I got my uniform card marked on that and and uh, yeah, I felt bad about it. But hey, I shortened up my sideburns, kept them pointed, kept them looking sweet, but just in line with the ear. So even even the big man has to respect school rules and I think it leads you uh, better in the society if you have uh, an accept accepting nature to rules and you adhere to them yeah think outside the box but just don't like the kids just want to wear trainers because they're slovenly bastards and want to be comfortable so yeah cheers for that Cameron appreciate it um Dylan O'Neill has sent me a question saying good morning Papa Bear extraordinaire will you file a lawsuit against this guy for stealing the name of your bespoke game show hashtag moneybox hashtag RIP deal and Dylan sent me a picture of um See, to be honest with you, Dylan, the photo's expired, so I can't actually remember exactly what it was, but it was definitely something online, maybe a TV show or a, an advert for something called Moneybox. Yeah, the good thing about it is my Moneybox will be so unique and special that um, they, will, they will know what it is regardless, and it'll just trounce this Moneybox. Unfortunately for... Uh, anyone out there that hasn't heard Moneybox is my game show idea which would have to definitely be pitched in like Japan or somewhere because it's too extreme to go on the TV over here but Dale Winton was the guy I penciled in to host the show unfortunately Dale uh, he's no longer with us RIP to the big man so we need a new host so anyone out there can think of somebody that would be on the same sort of par as Dale to host Moneybox let me know we were talking about Moneybox last night at the party. A few guys have suggested Julian Simmons to host it. And I thought, nah, Julian Julian wouldn't be the guy to host it. He'd definitely be the guy to introduce it. But in terms of host, I think you need someone with a bit more full-on television hosting experience than my man Julian. Um, uh, Connor Trainer has sent me a photo which again has expired. And I can't remember opening it, I think. I must have seen it, yeah whenever I was uh, lit last night and therefore can't remember oops Chris Henning has said uh, well Dave hope you had a cracking week more fire in last week's podcast um, hope you're surviving this heat at night pure brutal my question is if you could be a superhero what would you be called and what would your superpower be uh, well Chris first and foremost nah I fucking hate the heat um, I'm glad you pointed out that you don't like it either I appreciate that um, I'm just about surviving I'm near the end of this week's podcast I'm going to be heading out the door soon out of the garage I'm hoping everyone's still in bed I might get a wee half hour blast in FIFA fingers crossed um, but if I was a superhero I've stressed this I think before I don't know if I've said it on this podcast or on Boytown but I'd like to have the, the power to not turn into a dog but like have the running ability on all fours of a dog and I'd be called um, Kane six nine like K nine, but six nine like shout out to my man Takeshi six nine. 
People think I'm stupid. I ain't stupid. Yeah, I'd be called Kane69, and I'd just be this dude who also would be very good at the sexual position, the 69, but also can run like a dog on all fours. So, And at the pace of a dog, I wouldn't be able to move at, at the pace of a human could move on all fours. I'd be able to like fully sprint like a dog on all fours, and I'd be called Kane69 would be the name of my character. Um, weirdest thing I've ever said, but cheers for that, Chris. Um... Gareth Owens has said, any tips for staying cool in this warm heat? She's wild warm. Or no, in this heat, she's wild warm. Yeah, my tip is basically keep hydrated. Um, I have found myself literally throwing water on my face, especially at night time before I go to bed. I'll just wet my hair, wet my face and go to sleep naked on top of my bed like a prisoner. Um, but yeah, do that. I also would definitely advise you get a fan. Keep doors open, keep windows open. Um... Maybe, you know, get your wife, boyfriend, partner, husband, whatever, to just rub cold ice cream in your body. Just take out a big tub of Maud's ice cream. Ideally, um, what you want, Gareth, is the uh, honeycomb flavour, because it's got those wee bits on it, and just get it lathered in your body. You know, get it spread all across there, and go and stand outside. You should be sweet with that cold ice cream on you. Yeah, there's going to be wasps about, bees. But hey, you'll be cool. Do you know what I mean? Do that. Slather ice cream in your body and just uh, and just give it stacks. Is what I'd say. And guys, that is uh, me at the end of this week's podcast. Got through all the topics. Got through what I want to talk to. And I'm still here and not feeling too hungover. So I'm buzzing to get on that ibuprofen game. Buzzing to get on that paracetamol game. Buzzing to get two litres of water into me. I'm buzzing to go for a breakfast. Um, I've also got a nice sleeveless top on right now. Getting the physique out to head out into the garden and get a bit of a tan as well. So guys, um, yeah, if you haven't already, buy tickets to my show. Dad, uh, follow me on social media. Review the podcast on iTunes. Five stars, please. And uh, yeah, just subscribe on SoundCloud and just be real dead on. Keep being fresh and stay safe in the sun. Peace.